0: Chapter 3. Scott Meets Ray Adjacent to Scott's office building was a regional airport that was devoid of any extensive security measures, which provided him the liberty to amble close to the runway. Engulfed in a cloud of introspection, he was poised for the aircraft's next passage above. As his anticipation heightened, Scott caught a glimpse of a small aircraft positioned near the far end of the runway. An unfamiliar sight, This small plane piqued his curiosity, prompting him to draw nearer. Could there be an upcoming air show? Did the plane crash? He moved towards it. The vintage airplane, a biplane, stood as a testament to a bygone era, its aged exterior hinting at a long retirement hearkening to aviation's golden years. The image of an airplane graveyard crossed Scott's mind, drawing parallels with the remnants of history. A pair of weathered, cradled memories. A broken propeller spoke to the craft's once thriving life, though one was marked with wear. Two wings arched above the weathered frame, and a set of deflated tires accentuated the aircraft's grounded existence. No discernible brand emblems graced its exterior, but the fuselage bore the word boomerang, which he assumed was the airplane's name. Suddenly, a presence caught him off guard a seasoned and very bearded man emerged from the cockpit. Scott's heart raced, not only because of the unforeseen company, but also due to the particular appearance of this newcomer. The old man's laughter echoed, his lanky frame gracefully descended from the cockpit, his outstretched hand a gesture of camaraderie. Nice to meet you, aviator, he greeted. Scott found himself taken aback by the scenario. Now seated nonchalantly on the plane's wing, The old man's aviator goggles rested atop his forehead, his gaze directed towards the heavens. Scott was surprised by what he said next. Need a lift? The old man inquired, a glint of camaraderie in his eyes. Scott chuckled and responded, Well, it seems this vintage plane isn't quite ready to spread its wings anytime soon. A warm smile graced the old man's lips as he assured him, Oh, there's no rush. Today definitely isn't the day for a flight. There are old pilots. And bold pilots, but never old, bold pilots. They both laughed. The name's Ray. What's yours? Scott promptly replied, I'm Scott. Ray was affable, with a welcoming presence. Pleasure to meet you, Scott. Feel free to drop by any time. This bird may seem weathered now, but she was once a trophy. I'm set on restoring her former glory. Restoration begins with identifying problems, and trust me, we've got our fair share with this old plane. Yet, With some patience, skill, and a touch of grace, we'll revive her and take to the skies. I'd be glad for some company. Engaged in more conversations, Scott realized that Ray really knew his stuff as far as airplanes go. As their chat wound down, Scott expressed his need to return to the office. With a hearty pat on the shoulder, Ray bid him farewell. See you soon, Scott. You'll be back, right? Why, certainly, Scott replied. He sensed that Ray was looking forward to meeting again soon. As Scott walked back to his workspace, the old man's words resonated in his thoughts, particularly when Ray said, Restoration begins with identifying problems. Because Scott knew he had more than a few problems ahead of him, and there was something about Ray that left a lasting impression. It was a connection that Scott sensed would draw him back again soon. Meanwhile, back to his team. Scott goes to work. Back at the office, Gary asked to meet with Scott again. Scott's intuition told him that Gary harbored a veiled animosity toward him. Subtle clues of their interactions, the undertones in their conversations, and the guarded glances exchanged during meetings led Scott to believe that Gary might be nursing a hidden grudge. The way Gary's demeanor seemed to subtly shift whenever Scott discussed his ideas or achievements fueled the suspicion that Gary might secretly relish the prospect of Scott stumbling. While he had no concrete evidence to support this sentiment, Scott's gut feeling cast a shadow of doubt over their working relationship. It was a long meeting, and Gary did most of the talking. Scott listened attentively and took copious notes. As the meeting progressed, the tension increased. Team building or fostering collaboration were not mentioned on Gary's agenda. Instead, their discussion gravitated towards meticulous details, KPIs, and the minutiae of daily operations. Gary's authoritative approach dominated the discussion. As the meeting progressed, it became evident that his focus was firmly fixed on the intricacies of tasks and performance metrics, leaving no space for team dynamics and rapport building that Scott remembered from Dave. Gary was nothing like Dave in this way. Scott thought to himself. As the meeting concluded near the end of the day, Scott was exhausted and he needed to escape Gary's stifling personality. So he swiftly made his way toward the exit. Returning to the scene of his newfound friend and vintage airplane, Scott approached Ray. I'm surprised you're back so soon, Scott. Ray exclaimed, his demeanor once again warm and inviting. Scott's response echoed his sentiment. I need some fresh air. Ray's intentions for the late afternoon unfolded as he described his plan to disassemble the engine. Why don't you stick around and watch, he asked. The invitation was extended with generosity. Grab a chair and I'll show you a thing or two. Settling into a weathered lawn chair, Scott assumed his place as an eager observer. Ray went back to work on the plane. Their conversation took flight. Spanning about two hours, Scott delved into all that happened at work. He unloaded as Ray tended to the engine, listening intently to Scott's narrative and offering the gift of his unwavering attention. Meanwhile, Ray's old and worn hands deftly worked on the intricate process of disassembling his airplane engine. With a keen eye for detail, he began by methodically removing the weathered outer casing, exposing the heart of the engine. Years, their teeth worn smooth by years of revolutions, were delicately coaxed free, and Ray's fingers navigated the network of valves and pistons, carefully dislodging each piece. As the engine's interior was unveiled layer by layer, Scott was impressed with how well Ray understood the inner workings of an airplane engine. While continuing to watch, Scott told Ray about his problem. He admitted, My problem, Ray, is that frankly I'm afraid to lead this new team. I really don't have any idea what I'm doing, and I'm working hard, but apparently I'm hardly working. Ray chuckled. Don't we know it, Scott. You're flying in the clouds upside down. Scott knew that a pilot can become confused in the clouds, and Ray was correct in his assessment. His analogy wove a thread between his vintage airplane and Scott's challenges in building a team. It sounds like we've got some work to do, Scott. You're a lot like this old airplane I'm restoring. It doesn't look like much today, but with a little work, she'll fly like a bird once again, Ray said with a smile. When Boomerang crashed, I wasn't injured too badly, but it was a setback, and of course, I couldn't fly her any longer. So, I quit flying planes until I got my head together. It really threw me for a loop, and I was afraid to fly again. So, I went into business for myself and opened a small airplane engine parts company. It wasn't much of a company, but I needed a break, and it paid the bills. I learned a lot, though, starting and running a business. It sounds like you and I have a lot in common, Scott. We both survived a crash landing and aren't sure what to do about it. Scott looked at Ray and nodded. Somehow, he felt a strong camaraderie with Ray, and he appreciated his candor. He looked at his watch and realized he had to get back to the office, so he got up out of his chair and leaned in to shake Ray's hand. I'll drop by again tomorrow, Ray. As he turned and walked away, Ray said, Don't you worry, Scott. We all need a little lift now and then. Scott smiled and walked back to his office with a little more pep in his step.